right, man. Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, Sunday. Sunday edition, man, because I didn't feel like doing any live streaming today. I didn't feel like doing any live streaming yesterday. In fact, I'm going to keep the live streams just spontaneous um, whenever I really feel like jumping in front of a camera. That's when I'll do it. Also, keep in mind, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much busy throughout the week, Monday through Friday, like everybody else trying to make a dollar, you know, working. So when Saturday and Sunday comes, it's really difficult for me to stay focused on the shit that I'm doing. Um, today is no exception. Actually, the weekend was kind of lame. You know what I mean? The weekend was kind of lame. Saturday was productive, as you hear the instrumental. Uh, I named it Castaway, but then I called it Outer Body, which is uh, currently on SoundCloud, Jersey Judah, J-E-R-Z-E-E-J-U-D-A-H. You'll find my face, and uh, that's where the music is going to be at. As always, you know, when it comes to the weekends... Really, sometimes now when it comes to even um, <laughs> when it comes to like parts of the day or parts of the week, really, I'm sitting back and I'm kind of brainstorming like, all right, man, I would I would rather record, but it's good to have other hobbies and other things to do. So if I'm not recording or if I'm not planning on recording, I'm really putting in most of my effort into making music. Which has became a passion of mine once again. Just like with podcasting and just like with almost everything I've done in my life besides skateboarding, I tend to progress more if I'm by myself. I don't have the distractions of everybody. And, you know, like I said, today, we're going to go to fuck in today. <clears throat> it is Sunday. All right. It is the 23rd. January, and I do have a playlist here of, I have a good amount of shit here, a good amount of things, I think by the time I get done with this, I'll have to fish up all of the content creators who provided this, I know for a fact three videos are from Nola Girl, uh, Nola Girl 504, so if y'all want to check out a content creator, that's a female, ladies and gentlemen, she's a woman, and she's not an ugly woman either. Not that any of that really matters, but I'm a man. Uh, married, has a kid, and really talking about the red pill information. Now, I don't, I think her man might have, you know, gave her some pointers here and there, but she's on point with what she says. There's always like those dudes, like, it's either. Like, I've, I've checked out this one guy. Uh, I subscribed to this one guy uh, a couple days ago. And it was the clip from the last episode where this hoe is talking about taking loads, getting cum shot at her, getting gang banged, getting blackout drunk. That's the content creator that I got the information from. I seen another video where he's talking about uh, the homegirl, uh, Jennifer Molesky. You know, the 42-year-old chick who's also, in my opinion... Uh, red pill wear and it's like y'all going after the wrong y'all going after the wrong targets see see what i mean 
we, we begin to go after the wrong targets. It's like, just to go a little bit off the topic, like I, I've been, uh, I've been reading Tookie Williams, a book, I think it's called Blue Rage, Black Redemption. And I've been checking out and I've been listening to uh, the Monster Cody audiobook. And there was so, so many parallels. Like you have these guys who are, you know, OGs, like kings of the, of the street. And in a lot of the interviews, a matter of fact, I've always stated this, um, Jamie Foxx, for people that know the comedian, um, Jamie Foxx played Tookie Williams in a movie called Redemption. I've seen it multiple times. I've actually saw it again recently. And one of the things that was mentioned was the fact that, yeah, you are powerful. The interviewer, I forgot her name. She was in It's a Thin Line Between Love and Hate. I know a lot of the melanated people are going to know what I'm talking about. Beautiful woman, by the way. She plays the interviewer who's asking this guy because she wants to create a book or she wants to create an article about, you know, the founder of the Crips or one of the founders, at least, of uh, the West Side, from what I know. And he begins, she begins asking him, you know, very personal questions, but at the same time, it's like, you a street nigga, right? And one of the things that she asked that made him really, like, maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't understand it at the time, but it's like, yo, you're this powerful black man. You're just, like, Tookie Williams, I'm sure people, people know who Tookie Williams is. The nigga was solid bodybuilder. He was actually on... Uh, I don't, I don't think it was, damn, I'm trying to think, the late night, the Carson show, I forgot the dude's name, he was on there, flexing, bodybuilding, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, another piece of shit, that was the one that was ultimately responsible for Tookie's capital punishment, but he asked him, if you're this big black guy, why couldn't you really lead the youth? Meaning, why couldn't you really tell kids, hey, this is something you shouldn't be doing or why not protect the communities? Instead, and it's like this, this is the mindset that I think a lot of MGTOW and Red Pill content creators have, where it's like women are the enemy, right? All women are the enemy, okay? That's uh, a lot of the soy boys who, who, crawl, them, who crawl their ways into the manosphere, that's how they come across. Oh, I'm not listening to her. She's not red pill weird. Okay. Right? Meanwhile, it's like how gangs look at one another. Like, yeah, the police is the enemy, but at the same time, this nigga right here got the wrong colors on. So we're going to ride out on him. We're not going to ride out on the police. We're not going to ride out on so-called white supremacy. We'll look at each other as enemies. So this goes along with the whole self-hate which was something that it was a parallel that Monster Cody. Uh, it was a parallel that Monster Cody and Tookie Williams had where it was like, number one, they didn't have good relationships with their fathers. Number two, they, they grew up in single mother households. Number three, they joined gangs. Number four, they were notorious. Now, where does this all begin? You may ask the household. The single mother household that there is. And it's not that 
I'm looking at these women as personal ones. They're not the ones that are forcing these kids to go out there and join gangs, but there's not enough male masculine energy and guidance for that young man to really follow the straight and narrow because a lot of women are just going to tell you how to do things to appease others. They're not going to tell you how to do things to better yourself per se. It's just about appeasing other people. That's why women tend to bicker and bitch at each other and go back and forth. But we always seem to target the wrong people. The women who already have husbands, already married, already have their lives going on, they actually have concern because they're seeing what's going on. And of course, a guy can simply say, well, why would she care for it? She's already married. She already has kids. Well, that's a good question. But you've got to acknowledge, you've got to acknowledge the solid information that, that we will be going through. Um, we got a couple of small clips. This is going to be bigger. This, is, this will be a bigger episode. This will be a bigger episode than usual, uh, mostly because I have a whole shitload of clips. Um, and I got a whole lot to really talk about connected to it. Um, we'll try to go through these names real quick. Like I said, Nola Girl 504, uh, women, women become single mothers by choice. Uh, thirsty, thirsty woman lost track of her body count. That's a quick one. Red flags to watch out for when dating. That's Nola Girl again. Only beta males care about women's body count. We're going to slice that up in a little bit. Uh, Mind-blowing facts about female, I'm going to guess female nature. I think that's Nola Girl again. Feminism plays a big role in high body count. Yeah, we, this is primarily um, this woman who we're, who we're going to be looking at. And like I said, I'm one of those guys like, all right, I'm looking for consistency. You feel me? I'm looking for consistency. This woman's been doing what she's been doing for the past four or five years. So there's that. <laughs> Nothing's really changed. You know what I mean? The narrative of, of what the message is hasn't changed. The messenger hasn't changed. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take this female for her word and solid information. Uh what we got? Do we got we got these desperate women? We we should just play this one first. Because we only are being shown sometimes the desperation of men getting into dating. And we all know why we as men want to get into dates. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't enjoy signing up to pay for women's shit. I don't know if women think that that's like, that's something that we, we, we find like, like it's an honor for us to do that shit. No, it's nice every once in a while for a woman to go. Yeah, I got this. Now this doesn't have to be the first, this isn't the first date. This is like, Y'all really, y'all talking to each other. Y'all saw each other more than three times. You've already smashed. You've already established conversations about, you know, personal life and things that you want and the things that she wants and how was your family? How was her family? All of these conversations are important only to those who want relationships. Now, I don't give a shit about all that anymore. I've came to the conclusion that as a man, someone who 
had to earn a lot of the shit that I have. I'm just not willing to share that with any bitch. See what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why that's offensive to certain people, but I don't give a fuck. I won't. I don't want to share what I have with certain with certain niggas around me. So what makes you think I'm going to share my shit with a bitch? Unless it's transactional. I hate to say this, but relationships is already considered transactional. Right. When you when you step in. When you step into that door. Right. And you have to come in with game. You have to come in with charisma. You have to have a sense of humor. You have to have the money. You have to have the looks. You have to have status. And a lot of guys don't ever sit back and go, well, what do women really need? To, They don't need anything. They don't need to try and better themselves because a lot of these women are egomaniacs. So they already feel that their shit don't stink. It's just when they come across that right guy who's not going to tolerate that and who will just simply walk away because of her disobedience, because of her disrespect, then that's when the playing field changes. And you'll see a lot of these women, like the women we're about to listen to, be willing to pay for dates. And yeah, I'm willing to give guys a chance. Now you are. But a lot of these women who come to this conclusion, they're already in their 30s. Who wants to go on a date with me? Now, it's something spontaneous I'm doing. DM me, why would you like to spend um, you know, an evening on a date with me? And the fun thing is, it's no expectations. We can actually go to Crown, you know, dress up cocktail or Williamstown or something like that, wherever you want to go, and I will pay for the date. I now, this sounds good. Don't don't get me. <laughs> I'm still a man. This sounds good, you know. And I'm not. I I won't judge how anybody looks unless they come out of pocket. She's exceptionally average. So, of course, she's going to be more kind. And this is fucked up to say, but it's the truth. These attractive women are, most of these attractive women are sociopaths in a lot of ways. Because they've weaponized their looks. So, for example, OnlyFans, or no, not even OnlyFans. That's just two out there. Twitch, the, uh, the game streaming app. Men, primarily, and a lot of women, too. Like, this isn't really excluding women. In fact, I'm kind of looking out for y'all. There's a lot of productive women who are on these streaming apps simply playing video games, doing what she loves to do, and just so happens that men also love video games for the most part. So there's a good chance that that woman's going to get more subscribers because she's a woman. On top of that, if she's an attractive woman, there you have it. That's not an issue. And for guys who get mad that a woman who's attractive is getting all the attention when she's not necessarily doing anything, that's that's a personal problem on your behalf. Here's where I get a little triggered. So now there's that small percentage of those women that figured out, like, damn, I'm getting all this attention just by being a woman. Okay, let me put this tight outfit on. Okay, let me ask for more donations. Okay, let me turn myself into an attention whore. That's it. It's a it's a real thin line, actually. Because like I said, we target the wrong women. 
you ain't gonna talk shit about the hoe around the corner because you wanna fuck the hoe around the corner. So you'll actually let you'll actually let a lot of these bitches get out of pocket. You'll let a lot of these bitches uh say some out of pocket shit to you. You'll let a lot of these women judge you and communicate with you by her expectations. But like I said, these women today, in all actuality, these females today, if they're not if they're not higher than I wouldn't even say a five because you got five and belows that really believe that they're they're destined for high value men. But I would say if you're not higher than a six, if you're not higher than that above average uh, playing field, you're not going to really uh, you're not going to have a lot of guys subscribing to your your egotism. Now, men. I know ugly ass niggas. I'm not a pretty boy myself. But I have confidence in who I am and what I believe in. Most guys, they get their confidence from the validation of other people. It's it's similar to where a lot of women on social media, and this is why I've I've been one of the people to say like social media started out as a good thing, but once it primarily became the involvement of everything and everybody that's when it kind of got burned out they'll still women women will still put themselves out there they'll just make the excuse or these bitches these bitches will say something like well you know if men can do it then why can't we because you're a woman and you're talking about when these women say these type of things, they're talking about the 10 to 20 percent of guys who actually have the access and have the damn near infinite availability when it comes to women's attention emotionally and physically. 80 percent of the guys are looking at these bitches like they're retarded. Because that's how in a lot of ways, how selfish a woman is, she'll only think about the world around her if she feels that what she's going through affects it which it usually doesn't all right so let's continue we're gonna we're gonna continue to listen to this woman i think she has like a british accent something of that nature a european sort of accent i'm taking you out a little longer than a few minutes later but i've got an update i'm off the market no i haven't met anyone <laughs> i've just realized that all of this is just too much. Is it? And I'm going to be single. And I mean single, no fun single. Focus on myself, my <laughs> fitness, my dog, my friends. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I just find it funny because there's... There's guys who are open like this. Oh, let me take you out. They'll be willing to, to take out any any woman that's willing to give them time and attention. But those women don't like those guys. And because this woman isn't attractive enough to reach those uh, options that she thinks that she can get, she'll just choose to stay single. Now, I bet you a couple things. Because <clears throat> this woman's not a bad-looking woman. She had... A good amount of people hitting her up. She just didn't find them good enough for her. But that's the expectations of a woman. Even though she says no expectations. You hear all that shit in the beginning. That's all horse shit. 
A woman with no expectations is like a dog without a bark. I'll say that again. A woman with no expectations is like a dog without a bark. It's not happening. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's fucked up. Cool. Yeah, I get it. The dating scene's difficult for women. Really? Okay. Good enough. But, uh, guys, there's more guys tapping out on dating than anything, which is the reason why she's on here in the first place. Because I've had a shit full of, what do you call this? Hookups? Trying to meet someone. Oh. So that's, that's what the update is now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, that was an interesting scenario. To be honest, I didn't really expect any much different. If the woman takes the role of the man, it's not any much easier. We have to go out and pursue, plan dates, think about where we're going to take them. Yep. All of these different things. While women naturally just sit there and wait for the men to come to them. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that reminds me. And hopefully I can get this guy's name at the end because I think he has good content as well. Women will try to be men until it's actually time to do men shit, right? Like, okay, a man who doesn't make much but works. Of course, that's not going to be enough for the woman. The, the important question is to ask the man, is that enough for you? A lot of guys, we, we, we typically, we've grown into this structure where it involves us, our goals, what we have going on, um, the money we make, our jobs, our careers, etc., our passions, our hobbies. And women don't really play too big of a role in those things. And the reason why is men for the most part had to burn their hand on the stove a couple times. You dig? We, 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 we jumped into a lot of relationships, just hoping to find the happiness that everyone is talking about. You see it on television. Well, you don't see it as much anymore. And I think that plays a big role as well. And like dudes just don't, we don't really care to really be those type of guys that would want to attend to the same type of women who are getting piped down on the regular, but jump on the dating market every time she wants a free meal or she'll jump on a dating app every time she wants free validation. That's really what it is. Women today, they, like I said, they'll try to play the masculine role until it's time to be a man. Then they face real conflict, real consequences, and they're not able to deal with it. So what happens? They flip that switch. And what is that switch? You may ask that switch is a uh, conditional femininity. They flip that femininity switch and they become innocent, damsel in distress. But y'all not really willing to take those responsibilities. And even when it comes down to dating, oh, cool, we'll take you out. We'll buy you things. We'll do you. We'll treat you like the queen that you pretend to be. But are you going to approach us? Oh, well, you find me attractive. I see you staring me down every fucking day. But 
If I decide not to fucking talk to you, then you're just going to look like an idiot now, are you? In fact, you're going to be angry about that because a lot of these women are used to having guys grovel over them and, and run to them every time they give them a, a stare. Not me. Fuck out of here. See, men are assumed to be grown. We're, we're supposed to be the adults here. These women are children in a lot of ways because they're very immature. They don't take they don't take accountability in their actions and they're problematic. They're like problem childs. They're like, you know, you've seen the movie Problem Child, but it's like children. They're just groups of grown, attractive children. I hate to say that. I know that sounds weird because it does I'm not promoting pedophilia or R. Kelly like activities on in any way, shape or form. But I'm saying they can mature as women. But emotionally and mentally, they don't mature well. They still live in that childlike mindset. That's why you'll see a lot of these 30, 40-year-old women who are still looking for husbands and who still have the, the large laundry list of, of, of bad, toxic men she's been with, her body count. She may already have children, so that goes against her. But they'll still pretend and have the attitude that they're kids. Did this stop? That's weird. Let me make sure this is playing. If you have a problem, for a woman carried you. A welcome. Who wants to go on a date now? Yeah, let's listen to that again. Fuck it. Let's listen to that again. Who wants to go on a date with me? Now, it's something spontaneous I'm doing. DM me. Why would you like to spend? Um you know, an evening on a date with me. And the fun thing is, there's no expectations. We can actually go to Crown, you know, you dress up cocktail or Williamstown or something like that, wherever you want to go. And I will pay for the date. I'm <laughs> taking you out. A little longer than a few minutes later. But I've got an update. I'm off the market. No, I haven't met anyone. I've just realized that all of this is just too much and I'm going to be single, and I mean single, no fun single, focus on myself, my fitness, my dog, my friends, because I've had a shit full of, what do you call this, trying to meet someone? So that's, that's what the update is now. <laughs> well, that was an interesting scenario. To be honest, I didn't really expect any much different. If the woman takes the role of the man, it's not any much easier. We have to go out and pursue, plan dates, think about where we're going to take them, all of these different things. While women naturally just sit there and wait for the men to come to them. Now, this is another thing I wanted to ask. This is just a weird, random thought, but it's connected. So, with all of that being said, you see the women, and she sounds, maybe it's the accent, but she does have a more masculine tone, so it's not very attractive. So, women who have this way of talking and this way of acting, they wonder why a lot of guys don't want to communicate. 
Now, keep in mind, she's playing the so-called male role, right? She's trying to play the male role. Oh, well, let's just go out. Tell me why, and I'll pay for it. I'll we'll, we we can go here, we can go there, we can go everywhere or anywhere you want to go. Here's the problem: Why would guys want to approach women with that attitude? If y'all really had that passion and you really had that consideration of wanting to uh, make things spontaneous in a positive way, why aren't you approaching women? I mean, why aren't you approaching men? She's still having to tell men, hey, approach me. We can do all these things. Just approach me. We can we can go out, go get cocktails. Just approach me. Why would a masculine man want to approach a so-called alpha female or masculine woman? It doesn't make any fucking sense. So that's another reason why I would I would say a lot of men have just said, yeah, you know what? I'm good. Let these strong and independent women be weak and problematic later on in life. Let everything that they say come back, come back to bite them. Don't, do not impregnate these toxic women. Do not impregnate. Shout out to Drizzy. To, <laughs> Yo, shout out to OVO, okay? Shout out to Drake. Shout out to Tor Toronto. Shout out to the Six. Shout out to all those niggas up there. Drake is, is, is practically a, a living legend at this point. And believe it or not, this has nothing to do with his music. In fact, from the, from the beginning, I wasn't necessarily a huge fan. But he did a lot of collabos with people that I was fans with. He did a couple, he did a couple of tracks with Nipsey that was, that was fire. R.I.P. Nipsey. He did, a couple, he did a couple of bangers. Like Drake, you know, Drake's that dude. But it has nothing to do with music. Nope. He fucked around and did the NFL hot sauce in the condom routine only the living legends know about these stories before the drake situation these high level entertainers celebrities and athletes men after they get done having sex with these bimbos they pour hot sauce in the condom okay and that's supposed to kill all the possibility of babies or sperm that's still active and that's still you know because these women are treacherous. So Drake, just to go off subject a little bit before we go into the next next video. Drake decides, oh, nah, I know this type of woman. He probably was all in the guts. You know what I mean? And <coughs> he knows. He's like, oh, nah, she's too clingy. You know, this is Drake. I mean, this nigga's a very successful individual so he's like nah let me kick this condom you know what i mean put the tabasco in there <laughs> the louisiana <laughs> you know because you have to pause you know what i mean shake it a good amount of times to get a, a good amount of drops so he probably went like that's it threw the condom away and everything apparently this bitch decided hey i'm gonna try to sperm jack this nigga because it is drake it is it is albany graham you dig? And phew, she dealt with the consequences and repercussions. You know what I mean? She was in there doing the Paisa dance. She was in there doing the cha-cha slide because that coochie was on fire. That Tabasco hit that demolished twat, burned her up. <laughs> and they trying to sue the nigga. They ain't, yo, listen, man. 
Support Drake, man. We got to support Drake with this one. We got to look out for the men. You know what I mean? Even if it is Drake. I really don't have a problem with Drake. I'm just not... <coughs> I'm not too really privy of a lot of the music. Not just with him. But with a lot of artists today. You know what I mean? So... Shout out Drake. Because... Uh, that's how you gotta do it. He he hangs out with, as you know, athletes and, and sports, niggas in sports. They probably pulled him to the side, like, listen, you need to, you know what I mean? Drop Tabasco in the condom. Cause these hoes will try to sperm jack him. These hoes are gonna try to sperm jack you. If you got anything going for yourself, <coughs> it ain't just rappers and 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 <clears throat> fucking over personified niggas. This is successful men. If you got something going on, these women are going to only want you for one thing. Now, ironically, you may want them for the same thing, but it's in the long run. You gonna bust that nut. You gonna get post post nut clarity, and you're not gonna necessarily have those passionate feelings that you had when you was inside the guts. That's just how it works. I think there was a video two episodes back i proved this a woman herself proved it so i didn't prove nothing i just facilitated the shenanigans and activities speaking of that uh feminism plays a big role in high body count uh nola girl 504 10 minute piece we're gonna go through most of it we're gonna let we're gonna let these women we're gonna let these women right speak their minds all right If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you, you ain't, ain't black. black. I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. Hey. And by the way, you know, I got a lot of, I got hairy legs. And I love kids jumping on my lap. Hey. If you have a problem, then you ain't black. What's up, man? All right, all jokes aside, I'm still upset. And I'm not going to lie. And I'm like I said, this episode is going to be long for a fucking reason. I I personally don't like how a old white male Joe Biden Democratic Party former vice president of Barack Hussein Obama saying that if you have a problem or if you're having a hard time trying to figure out whether to vote for me or Donald Trump, then you ain't black. They voted for that. They voted for him. That's the white supremacist right there. I've been saying this shit. Yeah, I'm going to go political. I don't give a shit. I've been saying this shit for years. Y'all keep, niggas keep listening to the mammies, they keep listening to their relatives and they're not really looking at the the entire spectrum. It's only from certain points of view. So you're only going to get, you're going to get a lot of cut. You're going to get a lot of BS. You're going to get a lot of emotion. You're not going to get much logic. So if you take most of the emotion out, the emotion that should really be involved is the passion that you have. Now, it's not hatred. Feminism and bitches who are feminist ain't shit. 
There's women who agree with what I said. There's females who agree that feminism or the narrative of feminism played a terrible role in the result of dating, relationships, and especially marriages. And this isn't even high body count. I didn't read the whole title because it only displays a little bit. Um, this video is actually feminism plays a big role in high divorce rate. Okay. This is even this is even more direct. You know what I'm saying? Even though I don't plan on getting married. I'll do it biblically. I wanna marry like I wanna marry four. I wanna marry four bitches from around the world. <clears throat> Two of them probably if I if I run into if I run into one bad like bitch from Italy, like them bitches that be on Vogue and shit, it's a wrap. If I run into like four, I want I want in a, in a biblical sense, four different women. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> this is a bad shout out, but fuck it. People will understand the joke. Shout out to Brother Polite. Shut up. <laughs> Y'all understand the joke. Now, nah, all jokes aside, though, seriously, women, for me, represent sort of that narrow-minded, one-track-minded, democratic, liberal-minded, liberated, feminist mindset that we have today. The enemy for them isn't really just any man because they have soy boys too. And it's just these over overly feminine, um, what's the word I like? Too flamboyant, right? Men who subscribe to all of the bullshit because they've been raised by single, by single mothers who taught them that sugar, spice, and everything nice as women, <clears throat> you have to be nice and be polite to them in order for them to show interest. And unfortunately, these guys fall by the wayside. You know what I mean? They became the modern day, uh, the modern day soy boys and pretty much male feminist representation. Now, on the other hand, we haven't came up with a name for these women yet, but you have other women who are like, yeah, we don't fuck with feminism and this and that. Now, the problem is, and I know this because there's a lot of thirsty, despicable, disgusting people out here in the manosphere. And that's just a fact. Y'all go to some of these women's uh, videos that talk real information. And y'all y'all start with the rhetoric. It's just, it's just repeat. It's not even washed and rinsed. Y'all just repeat the same shit. Oh, you don't know what it is to be red pill. If they don't know, then they get their information from their husbands or their boyfriends, but it's still valid information. Nevertheless, y'all, y'all rather listen to costume alphas. You know what I mean? Y'all listen to those costume alphas that tell you to buy a shirt, buy a program and you'll become successful with women, etc. That's what y'all doing. And most of y'all niggas, y'all buy the books, and y'all don't even y'all don't even follow that. 
y'all don't, y'all just have it to have it. Y'all just think, well, since I know the nature of women, and this is where I agree with Hammerhand, this shit ain't about PUA. Y'all niggas want PUAs. Y'all can check out the tens of thousands of costume alpha content by costume alpha content creators. Now, what does this mean? Does this mean that they're completely incorrect with what they say? Absolutely not. Some of these people are people that I'm fans of. I like their I like their content for one, the entertainment value, and for two, they're usually direct. Like, yeah, buy my book, buy this and that. Now, a lot of these dudes have good information, but it's almost as if they give this persona out to where if you do these things, you can live like me. And a lot of niggas don't want to live like you. That's just the reality. So a lot of these like snake oil salesmen that constantly get pointed out by people who are on the outside of the manosphere, the people never just like I always sit back and think like, damn, that makes a lot of points. Like I played that episode. Was that earlier this week or possibly last week? Where a guy who was black pill, without a doubt, was talking about the hypocrisies of a lot of red pill content creators. And he pointed out the hypocrisies that a lot of times I point out on numerous occasions, but he did it in one shot. <clears throat> Number one, <clears throat> like I said, I give credit where credit is due. It doesn't matter who the fuck you are. The content was put together well. The statements and everything that he was saying was spot on. It was just at the same time, he actually, he either played a role where he was trying to be that and he bought the books and found out by other people that it was all bullshit or he just, he, he has that attitude where all of it's pointless anyway. So that was his attitude, but the presentation and everything was, was spot on. <clears throat> everything that he needed to mention when it came to the subject made sense. But this goes back to where a lot of people say, if I believe it in a sense where if you can't point out the problem, then you're part of it, right? If you can't, if you can't point out the wrong within you, then you are the wrong that points out everything else. You dig? So that sort of energy where you're just judgmental about everybody, <clears throat> that energy where you're just judgmental about everybody and towards everybody, that same energy will come back to you. Right. It's some people consider it karma, however you want to however you want to address it. But <clears throat> most. Most guys who point out. A lot of the problems within the red pill were people who were once dedicated, the people who talk about MGTOW or the people who were dedicated to that, the people who've mentioned MGTOW or the people who even had MGTOW in their name. I'm not throwing shots or anything, but I just want to point something out. The people who had MGTOW in their name just erased it, got rid of the MGTOW and just continued. And even 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 at times criticizing MGTOW, criticizing the people who live that lifestyle, criticizing the men who feel 
well, if nothing that I see is beneficial or necessary, I'm not going to be a part of it. You go from shouting those niggas out and then pointing out a lot of the people who are PUAs and who are selling, you know, who have game for sale, pretty much. They pretty much have game for sale. And like I said, you get rid of the MGTOW shit. Then you start giving quote unquote game, right? And I give quote unquote game, but it's almost like a, it's irony because it has nothing really to do with women. It's self-development, <clears throat> which by the way, I'm still writing that book. Um, and then after you do all this, and by the way, the book that I'm writing, I'm, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm not asking for nothing for it. I'm just putting it out there. It's more or less a hobby or a project. And it was something that I always thought about doing growing up was writing a book because I was always fascinated with books and I always, I was fascinated with the idea of writing a book, but I hate reading books. So like a lot of times now I'll either have audible or I'll have some other, some other app <clears throat> where audiobooks and shit is, is, you know, available and we'll just listen to audiobooks. But, um, these guys, when they come in, they start off humble, right? I think a lot of us, I'm talking about men within this, within this type of conversation, we do think highly of ourselves because we have to. But the difference is I don't I don't put that on as a front. <clears throat> and I openly I and I openly and honestly will talk about, you know, the previous mistakes that I made in the past several times. Because, you know, self-accountability, in my opinion, within the self-development, especially within the chapter, the first the first chapter is pretty much going to be self-accountability. First thing. It's a lot of niggas and a lot of women, especially. They don't learn from their mistakes. So it's it becomes obvious that they're willing to repeat those decisions because they haven't personally addressed it or had any um, introspection when it comes to really figuring out why they're in the situations that they're in. Feminism is probably one of those reasons, but we're going to jump right in. Everybody, it's your girl back for another video. So in this video, I'm going to talk about why I think marriages are not lasting like they once did, why the divorce rate is so high. This video was requested by quite a few of you. This is a very important topic. It definitely needs to be discussed, addressed on a regular basis. Um, wow, have y'all seen gold and silver lately? Gold has just made history. Just like Bloomberg's prediction, gold uh, is over We got we we to skip that. Just women, okay? They're respectable. That's why they're husband and my family. I to look at gold and silver. You know, when I was a little, you know, when I was a little girl, my grandparents raised me and we were raised with the value of marriage. My dad's parents raised me as their own and they've been married for almost 50 years now and they're happily married. All the women in my family have been married long term. And, you know, the women of my family are the strongest women, okay? They're respectable, they're classy, they respect their husbands, they take care of their husbands, and 
they're deserving of a good husband. And that's why their husbands take care of them in return because they're deserving of it. I always teach people that when it comes to relationships, you get back what you put out. So, because a lot of people contact me saying, oh, I can't find a good man. I can't, you know, find anyone to treat me right. Well, change yourself first. You get back what you put out. So, um, you know, when I grew up, I couldn't wait to get married. That was very important to me because of the values I was raised with. You know, I was raised to take your vows seriously. It's not, you know, your spouse is not something disposable. Once one little thing doesn't work out, you don't just dispose of your spouse like a used pair of shoes. Um, it's sacred. And you know, my husband and I got married and we've been married for coming up on 13 years this September. We are raising our children with those same values. Um, you know, when I think of why divorce is so common and why so many marriages are not lasting, the first thing I think of is feminism. A lot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. Slow down. Ma'am, you're going to have those little Rottweiler whorehounds on you. They're going to be on you. Of you that have been watching me for a while know how I feel about feminism because I don't agree with any feminism whatsoever. I don't care what wave we're on. I don't care why it came about or how it was in the beginning. I don't agree with any feminism whatsoever because I see the damage that it's done. And it's not there because it really gives a damn about women. Um, feminism is there just to destroy the family. It's there to destroy society. Um, just like liberalism, it's the same thing. Oh it's my all God. these Marxist ideas. Now, now, I remember years ago on YouTube watching a blue-haired feminist, and she oh. said in a video, we're coming, and we're coming to destroy everything. We're going to call everything racist and sexist, and we're coming to destroy everything. And that's really what they've done. And nowadays, women are more unhappy now than they've ever been before. And it has everything to do with buying the lie of feminism. And don't get me wrong, y'all. The indoctrination of women with this feminism is so powerful. It's so strong. I mean, it's in the commercials, the TV shows, the talk shows, the movies, the books. Trash already. Trash. The mainstream media. It is everywhere. And... It's just propaganda everywhere you look. And women, the women that do buy into it end up very unfulfilled and very unhappy. Women were told that, you know, you can be more like men. You're equal to men. You can be like a man. You can be promiscuous and still feel good about yourself as a woman and still be deserving of a high quality man. You can, uh, you know, climb the corporate ladder, make it all the way to the top. Uh, make a lot of money and be selfish, be all about yourself, travel, go on all these adventures, do not have children or put that off until later in life, you know, put off having a husband until later in life, sleep around with as many men as you want to first. And then later in life, you'll be deserving of a good husband. Um, and it's just a big lie because women have a biological clock. We are not fertile you know, we lose our fertility the older we get. And 
You know, I don't care what y'all seen on TV with these celebrities because there's a lot of lies and manipulation going on with these celebrities being pregnant in their late 40s and their 50s. Women were not biologically designed to have children that late in life. Uh, so it becomes harder. And if you do get pregnant at that age, the miscarriage rate is very, very high. It's very unlikely you'll carry the term. So women are being lied to about all this. And if you're promiscuous as a woman and you sleep around and then decide at 40 that you want a quality man, you're not going to be able to attract a quality man. No quality. She belongs to the streets. That's why. She ain't going to say it. <laughs> she already. <laughs> she already going in. So I don't even have to really piggyback anything. But, um. That's that's one of the that's one of the positive things when it comes for these women and feminism, because they'll be told that, hey, you can sleep around. Hey, get a career. Don't worry about a husband. Don't worry about marriage. Don't worry about a ch about children. Uh, freeze your eggs. There's a new one. Not a new one, but something more common now than ever. They'll freeze their eggs because they already know at a certain time they're no longer going to be. Um, I don't know how to address it. They, they they won't be able to bear a child uh, safely, right? For the health's sake, also the mother's sake. Okay, so she's not she's not going to be able to uh, find a guy, and she's it's 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 not sad. It's actually funny. Like I said, this shit is all entertainment to me, and she's dropping nothing but truth. Quality man's gonna want a washed up, used up old washcloth. Oh, and, shit. Uh, so, no. the lying to women, destroying women. Women are more unhappy than they've ever been before. And I think that has a lot to do with why our divorce rate is so high. Women are not staying in the role of a woman. You know, they're trying to wear the pants, and it's just, it's unnatural. It's not the way were biologically made women were biologically made to be nurturing emotional caring compassionate loving you know we bear the children every person watching this video a woman carried you for nine months in her womb a woman went through all the aches and pains the nausea and vomiting the the, the weight gain and the back aches, I could go on and on. It is not easy carrying a child. And then every one of us was, uh, a woman gave birth to all of us, every one of us, okay? She had to go through the labor and the delivery of having us. And, you know, for, for the lucky ones out there, your mom stuck around and took care of you after, which is even harder, you know? But uh, women have a very important job. And feminism taught them that, you know, don't do that job. You can be more than that. You can be so much more than just someone spitting out kids for some man. And, uh, you know, it's all a lie because women's most important job is having children, being mother. That's what we're biologically made to do. You know, it's, it's the most important job a woman will ever have. I'm not saying it's the only thing a woman can do, but it's her most important job above everything else. So 
women are not staying in the role as women anymore. They're trying to wear the pants. They're trying to be really masculine and dominant. And that just doesn't work. It's unnatural because the man is supposed to be that way. You can't have two people in the relationship like that. It's, it's like I said, it's very unbalanced and unnatural. Very valid points. Also, men don't want it. As I always say, when it comes to a woman we're dealing with, right? And when I say dealing with, I mean getting down to who are you? What do you represent? Are you qualified for relationship? Are you qualified for anything beyond short term, right? Bitches, they just, they just don't understand that what they do comes with consequences. Especially as they get older, because like I said before, a lot of these women just believe, I don't know, they're like, they're excusable in any mistakes that they make. Niggas ain't going back and forth, uh, conversating with masculine, quote unquote, alpha females. Like that shit's, we're not doing that. The independent chicks, y'all can be independent. Y'all gonna stay independent. Y'all gonna stay alone and independent. That strong persona that you have, that's gonna melt away like a candle in the next five years. Trust me. Because, see, you haven't really thought about the sacrifices you've made. You've made the sacrifice of motherhood. That may be too deep for a lot of y'all women to really digest but y'all missed the very important stage of motherhood of bearing a child or maybe you just a hoe and you end up having uh three three kids by three different baby daddies who ain't doing shit for you either or and uh it's just not going to last the the, the marriage is not going to last like that and also women uh, being in the workforce. I think that has done a lot of damage to marriages, you know, because at a time, years and years and years back, women stayed home. They, they, they had the children. And back then, women had an average of five children. Um, I think in the 50s, the average American family had five or more children. Nowadays, the average married American family has one and a half to two children tops. Um, so back then, I'm sure all of you watching your grandmothers had probably about five or six children. My grandmothers had five and six children. My husbands had nine children on one side. And uh, I think on the other side, it was even more. So back then, women had more children. They were staying at home, raising the children, running the household. And that's a hard job on its own. I mean, think about it. You have School, homework, studying, teachers' conferences, dentist appointments, doctor appointments, you know, the grocery shopping, cooking, cleaning, laundry, um, baths. Uh, I mean, I could just go on and on on top of being pregnant and, you know, giving birth to other children and nursing a baby when you have a baby. But that was a very hard thing already. Imagine those women now being in the workforce and still having to come home and do all that other stuff. It's too much. So now we have both parents in the workforce, 
coming home late in the evening, stressed out, tired, exhausted, and the woman still has to do all this other stuff. It's too much. It wasn't designed to be that way. And uh, so women going into the workforce, again, ties into feminism. So most of my reasons tie into feminism. So those are my main reasons. Marriage is not disposable. I feel like in our society, people are very quick to dispose of a marriage. It's it's not looked at as sacred anymore. They've taken, you know, this progressive left that is trying to take over. They have taken everything that's good and wholesome and decent away and destroyed it. And uh, and marriage is one of those things. It, it's looked at as just disposable and, oh, it's not working out. Let's just get divorced. And that's not the way it was supposed to be. It's very sacred and serious. But uh, anything that I missed Comment below, what do you think some reasons why the divorce rate is so high? I'm curious to read it, and I will see y'all back on my next video. Bye. All right. Okay. Uh, let me go back to my playlist. This shit forever closes out my playlist. And let me put my brightness up on my phone so I can see what comes next. And there you have it. Uh... <laughs> Like I said, it will never be acceptable for a guy to speak in this way. Any, 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 any attitude or how polite he is or how nice he appears. Any man talking like this is just automatically uh, targets for feminazis and for weak-minded hoes. Now, <clears throat> the reason why I play these is because number one, it's very insightful. And number two, it's from a different perspective, a completely different perspective. A woman who seems for the most part to have everything figured out herself, along with whatever partner she has, right? And also to address a lot of the, the BS, like the negative attention that the red pill's getting or the manosphere had to move the seat back. Or the manosphere, for that matter, um, because it's only seen through a one. It's 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 seen one sided by one sided individuals. You know what I mean? It would have took. Let's say if there was an Elliot Roger within our community how much of an effect we would take from it to carry any form of MGTOW or red pill mindset. But the mainstream will only see the type of men who walk away from these things as these type of individuals. And it's usually the highest platforms. I think with a lot of... Uh, the shit that went on with L.A. Roger, it was from ABC, ABC News. And ABC News, we all know, is one-sided. And, of course, they took that, targeted the incel community, etc. Right? Only problem that I have with incels is that they consider themselves it. There, I said it. Other than that, if, if that's how you want to view yourself, then by all means, you, you'll have to embrace 
that reaction from people around you. It's like me. I stay to myself now. You know, I used to be out there moving around, socializing with different people. And it, it didn't it didn't really dawn on me until a couple of days ago. And I think back and I go, damn, all this progress I made now, you know, past three years, like I've said before, countless times was by myself. You know, I didn't have too many people around me or really people checking up. Yo, how you been? None of that shit. It was only until I began making progress where people started hitting me up. Then it all it it all began to make sense. It all began to to resonate with me and my upbringing and how everything is when it comes to influence and being something known, even if it's something treacherous, even if it's a savage, even if it's a killer, even if it's the most negative person, it is something of acceptance. So people, so people tend to shift, especially if they're in a bad upbringing or they're in a bad environment. They tend to shift to those, to those negative influencers as just either a way to get out or just a means of survival. And I think with the red pill, that's what it boiled down to. It's the means of survival. It's like I'm making this progress by myself. So I don't, I don't need an army. Of, I don't need an army of dudes to run down on anybody because of some bullshit that's street related. I don't participate in that. And by doing so and, and staying to myself and doing the shit that I got to do, I just been better off um, psychologically, mentally, socially, believe it or not, because I have more energy and I feel I can address more things here than I can with most people within my facility. That's just vicinity, I should say, excuse me. So that that's just that's just became more of the reason the podcast, but also the message rather than me, the messenger, is what's really important. So I don't really give a fuck about how people how people view me unless it comes down to my information. People don't gotta like me, I don't give a fuck with people like me. People don't even gotta respect me because I don't even be in their in their presence. If I don't respect a person or, or if I don't fuck with a person, I'm not gonna be smiling in front of them. Feel me? And I notice a lot of people are opposite. And it, like I said, when I mentioned it, well, I mentioned this time and time again. Like when I started making progress on my own, I started getting, I started getting more attention. But then my mind, in the way the way that I think. I look at it as, oh, y'all just y'all just see me as, you know, a, 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 a extra pocket. You feel me? I'm nobody's extra pocket. First and foremost, you never want to be somebody's extra pocket, right? And that can be viewed for a bitch, you know. See, because women. Women don't realize it. A lot of women don't realize it that, you know, guys, we, we we do have to approach you. And when you say you'll go on a date with us, we do have to pay for you and we have to be nice. You don't have to do you don't have to be essentially and do none of those things. You can show up to the date late. You can flake out. You can say you got other plans, try to reschedule it to see how the guy reacts, because that's what a lot of y'all do. It's just when y'all run across the consequences and repercussions it becomes an issue. Now, I do want to break this one-minute video down by this black simp. I'm not going to mention his name. I don't even know his name. I'm not going to look it up. 
It's just the biggest pile of horse shit. And this is what's surfacing more and more on social media now, where not social media, but like YouTube and things of that nature, which I think is social media to an extent. Um, it's this, it's this movement right now where black men, white men, all types of men who believe in the blue pill logic and the blue pill lifestyle, they actually believe that body count doesn't matter. Body count has nothing to do with pair bonding, the DNA being retained, um, the information about the DNA being retained with the female vagina with all the sexual partners. That's just not, that's not, that's not true. All that's BS. And it's just what he thinks. So any guy, including myself, who thinks about um, a woman's body count is essentially, in his mind, a beta male. So let's, let's, let's check this out. We're going to roast this. This dark ass nigga, this nigga's dark as shit. And I'm not pro-black, so I don't give a fuck. I make fun of niggas. Again, a lot of beta males don't think women like sex. So when they see a girl with a high body count, they assume she's crazy, she's a hoe, there's something wrong with her. No, women love sex, just a beta male's experience and reality is that women don't like sex. So women always tell the beta males, hey, I gotta, I gotta take it slow with you. We gotta get to know each other, all that other good shit. So in his mind, women don't really like sex like that. So if a chick is fucking around having a whole bunch of sex partners, that must mean something's wrong with her. No, there ain't, there ain't nothing wrong with her. What's happening is, is that a beta male is living in a, in a world or he has a perception that women don't like sex like that. You understand what I'm saying? So he is trying to find that girl who's the good girl who hasn't been having that much sex is of course women don't like sex. And then he's like, I want to wife her up and I want to just be with her. But understand women are always on the pursuit of the boyfriend or husband, which means they're going to be sleeping around. <laughs> Yo, is this, listen, I need like the black, is this like considered black manosphere? Is this like, is this what the black manosphere is? Or is this guy like, I don't know. Like, I can't figure this this weirdo out. He's a weirdo. He's a fucking weirdo. And this is the reason why. Number one, there's probably not one beta male besides Elliot Roger who feels that um, these women hate having sex. There, there's, I, that's probably the dumbest shit that I've heard in so many years within this information and even before, years before that. Even when I was in my blue pill simping days, I was in the matrix, you know what I mean? <laughs> a man who cares about a woman's body count is actually the opposite of a beta male and here's why. A quote unquote alpha male will run down on a woman with a high body count, absolutely. It's the beta males who are jealous of those alpha males being able to do so. But the mindset of the beta male is that they'll actually pedestalize that 304. They'll put that 304 on a pedestal while the alpha or sigma male knows what she is for who she is and will smash and dash. That's really what it broke down to. This nigga talking about, and it's like, don't mention pair bonding. There's no reason to do that, right? Don't mention the fact that by the time she gets through fucking a ton of, ton of guys, 
she's not going to know what she really wants or expects from a man because she had so many different men. So that's why these women come up with these high, uh, high value men narrative where it's like, okay, you got to make 100, 200 a year. Okay, 100,000 a year, that's 10%. That's 10% of men. There's a good chance that not even 2% of those men are in your actual area, let alone available and who are willing to be with you. But see, that's where the women have the unrealistic expectations. It's just these type of guys, whether, I don't know, he's black man. I don't know what the fuck these dudes are anymore. This is the raw, the real, and the red pill. I don't know what that nigga was. He was a fucking weirdo. That's what he was. He was a fucking weirdo. Like, this, and it's like the typical, typical nigga shit. They talk, you know, they, they act like they're saying something productive and shit. They'll got they'll have a shitty, mediocre uh, $2 beat playing in the background. And that's like their, that's their bread and butter right there. That's their fucking bread and butter. <laughs> anyway, man, we're going to go into this red flags to watch for. Now, this is the reason... Now, this is a wild card. Now, we're going to listen to a female give male advice or not even necessarily advice, just how she feels if she was in that position. I think that would be the best way to present this. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another video. So this video was requested. A few of you asked me. You know, Nola girl, please upload a video on some red flags to look for when you're dating women. And then I plan on doing one um, for when you're dating men as well. But for this one, I did write down um, a few of my keynotes here. This is in no particular order. This is just some things that I would look for. If I was a man dating women today, based off my experience, these are the things that I would look for as far as red flags and just things that I would not, you know, move forward on. First things first. Does she have children? Is she a single mother? Mm. It's not her <laughs> having children that would necessarily run me away. Bitch, please. But then again, it's talking from a man, and you're an attractive woman, so I'm sure as an attractive woman, you would probably be a beta male if you were a man, to be perfectly honest, because you have the representation of femininity. All right? So you would be parallel perfectly to that beta male because he sees you as the ultimate feminine and because of that his feminine energy shows himself but most guys i tell guys like yo single mothers are just not really worth it um if you have a child that's entirely different i don't think a lot of people really talk about that because there are guys who actually have children and they have custody over the children and maybe they want to get involved in relationships but then you'll have the women who already have kids who don't want a guy with kids. So you just want a guy without kids to take care of your kid, possibly make more. You see how that very, like I said, very lopsided, these lopsided bitches, they're shaped like refrigerators, most of them anyway, at best. A lot of women in the West, by the way, are just really out of shape. It doesn't matter who it really is anymore. Like if you drive by like a McDonald's, a Burger King. Um, a lot of these fast foods are constantly packed and I'll, I'll go there every now and then, but I always, I, I, I become more, uh, uh, self-conscious 
when it comes to uh, my weight, especially as I get older. You know what I mean? I want to make sure I'm in, you know, good shape. Because, you know, my physique may be all I have left. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you stop BSing. But for real, man. Um, nah, don't fuck with single mothers. But let's keep going. If she was married and, you know, her children came from a marriage, I might be able to deal with that. But if she is a single mother and has, you know, two, three, four different kids by all these different men, which is very common today, see this all the time. And I do not just see it where I'm from now, where I was born and raised. I actually lived up north. I lived in a few different cities and I've experienced this everywhere that I was with women my age. So, um... The single mother thing I would not want to deal with because what it represents to me is when I see a woman with all those children, that's a sexual partner she had. Each child represents a different man that she was sexually irresponsible with. Now, <laughs> cook. Um, to me, I would not want to date someone like that. I would not want to settle down with someone like that because I, I wouldn't want to be with a woman that was sexually so irresponsible, especially at an adult age. You know, we were all young once, but to do that as an adult, you sleep with a guy, you end up having a baby um, recklessly. You know, you she belongs to the streets. would think that would wake them up and they wouldn't do it again, but they continue to do it over and over and I see it all the time. And that is a huge turnoff to me. She belongs to the streets. And then you got to deal with, you know, like the, they call the baby mama drama and all that stuff. I would not want to deal with any of that stuff from the fathers and all the other women that the fathers have other children with. It just ends up being this big web of uh, bullshit, basically. And I don't want nothing to do with it. But to be with a woman that can be so sexually irresponsible with so many different men, that would be a huge red flag. But And men still jump in relationships with these women and they'll... Mission failed. We'll go next time. Just getting them pregnant again. I see this all the time, but, you know, I don't understand how that red flag is right in your face. You see the children, they're from different fathers. That is telling you she's been sexually irresponsible with all these different people, and that should be a wake-up call. And I know a lot of you are not going to like what I just said, but it's the truth, and that's how I feel, and it's my, my opinion, so it is what it is. The next thing that I would look for... Is she responsible? Does uh -oh. she live on her own or with her parents? Uh -oh. One big thing that I notice from women that are, you know, a little more liberal, they tend to not be able to break away from their parents. I, I find that people that are liberal raise their children to be very dependent on them or government. And the ones that are dependent on their parents, a lot of times they can be very responsible in careers. There's liberal women that I know that have fantastic careers but they're very dependent on their parents and they're, you know, my age, I'm 32. Women my age need to be able to break away from their parents, make their own decisions. You know, we're raised in the nest, but we're supposed to leave the nest and create our own. You're not supposed to depend on your parents that much. Your parents should not be making all your decisions. If you marry a woman like that, fellas, I promise you, you will not be wearing the pants in that marriage. Her parents will be very involved in your finances and all the decisions y'all make. And that's not something I would want to deal with. So moving forward, number three, how does she dress? First thing I would, you know, notice about a woman, a red flag would be if I meet her somewhere and she's got, you know, her big old gazookas hanging out and her booty cheeks are hanging out and I can <laughs> see her stomach and her legs and 
that would be a turn off for me. A woman my age, I would be turned off if she dressed that way. Now, let me just specify here. I don't think it's bad to show a little bit of cleavage because there are some shirts that you wear, like a lower V-neck shirt that will show like the top part of it. That Y'all better stop fucking playing around. Y'all bitches is going to show what y'all got. Okay? Y'all going to show what y'all have, even if y'all have nothing at all. See, you see these fat refrigerator-shaped bitches. <laughs> these bitches try to have the crop top on. Looking like they got a sack of potatoes hanging out of their stomach. Right? They got the crop tops. Yoga pants. Square-shaped asses. These bitches be looking despicable, but they still feel entitled to do it. I think entitlement plays a big factor when it comes to a lot of this shit. We're going to see if she points this out. We're going to see. We're going to see. Happens to me sometimes, but to purposely every day, everywhere you go, have you know, your watermelons hanging out and then your butt cheeks hanging out and then showing your stomach and all your legs. I don't agree with that. I think that to me, that signifies a woman that is insecure and is screaming for that sexual attention, enjoys it because that's all it's going to bring. It's going to bring you the wrong kind of attention. That's a 304. You know, when you're an attractive woman, you can dress nice and you will still get attention, but you don't want to, you know, go out and advertise and get the wrong kind of attention. So don't be a 304. If I was dating a woman, I would be turned off by that. I would, um, like I said, I was raised, my uh, my mom, my grandma that raised me, my mom, she always taught us uh, that if you're going to show your legs when you go out to cover up your chest area to have a nice blouse on, and if you're going to, you know, show a little That's bit of old chest, not shit. your whole chest, just, you know, the top oh, part of it, you need to cover up your legs and everything else. That's yeah, that's... <laughs> Yo, hey, yo, grandma was giving them, yo, hey, yo, grandma was giving them that um, uh, uh, lady mama lodge. She was, she was giving them that brothel game. Grandma was giving y'all that brothel game. Like, yeah, when y'all come out, you show a little bit cleavage, but you show the legs. You cover everything else up. You know what I mean? You show off the legs and you show off the little titties. See, I'm telling you, the grandma was giving these broads a brothel game. <laughs> Just the way I was raised and I stick by that. I'm raising my daughter to be the same way. You know, there's a time and a place for all that stuff. All but anyway, that's that's another red flag right there. <laughs> now, the provocative uh, dressing all the time. Number four would have been, is she obsessed with social media? This is another big one for me. I've said this in my last videos. I cannot stand social media and people that are obsessed with it. A couple of girls tried to, you know, call me a hypocrite. But you, you use social media, no, look girl, you're on YouTube. Yes, I do post YouTube videos and I do watch political stuff on YouTube. But to me, I'm talking about people that sit around all day long. What's this one doing on Facebook? And what's that one doing on Facebook? And worried about all that nonsense and taking selfies all day, everywhere they go. Got to post it on Instagram gotta check in and show everybody what you're doing on snapchat and this and that that would turn me off i would not want to date a woman like that i'm sorry that's yeah i mean at least she's talking about it but yeah that's that's most that's what most dudes gotta deal with see me i already figured it out 
I figured out the game. And what it is, it's instant validation. Instant validation. Um, Instagram, instant validation. And the reason why I say this is because, well, this goes back to these attractive women. All right, so an attractive woman who stays to herself is a rarity today because it's all about validation and attention. If she's attractive, she wouldn't she would naturally not need um, social media to display it. People would just know. But for a lot of the insecure women who know that they're essentially really not that good looking or good enough, they'll still play a role or like like I said, I've always considered it virtual reality where you kind of create your own persona you create your own personality but you know in your heart that that's not who you really are and it's really just a front to try to get male validation and attention which is pretty easy for a lot of you bitches all y'all gotta do is is dress like whores you dress like whores um and you can be however you want to be that's that's the thing with women um that's why these whores will always come back around or they'll tend to come back around when they're at the finish line because they know that they're done. They've made all the mistakes of believing the uh, feminist narrative and being able to sleep around. But social media has always been more of a negative than a positive when it comes to men. This could be said about your everyday dating apps. Dating apps are made for the women. Right. When by by count, matter of fact, let's just let's do some information. Let's do some digging up on the spot research. Um, let's look at some percentages. We're going to try to find this. Hmm. All right. Male to female ratio on dating apps. Okay. Exclusive right here. Now. Not live, but for me live. I'm alive. So fuck it. A recent survey of user demographics show the rate of males to females signed up on dating apps is 2.5 per one, which is about a 60-40 split with women being the majority. So now, believe it or not, and this is where everything gets lopsided. Well, most of the women are on dating apps. Yeah, but what are y'all on dating apps for? Are y'all on dating apps to actually date? Are y'all on dating apps for male validation? Which I believe the latter is correct because once again, Old school shit are dealing with traditionalism. A man would be the gatekeeper of the relationship. So if a man found a woman inster, uh, interested in previous, previous, previous times, he would ask her on a date. Now, 
not saying that there weren't promiscuous women then, but very rarely do you see these women truly behave within the way that they carry themselves and the way that they actually um, deal with men. So these women will go, yeah, I'll be in a relationship with you. They get into a relationship. Things go smooth. The woman finds the man trustworthy, finds the man everything that she wants. She fucks the guy. They continue to fuck. Um, maybe they stay together. Maybe they don't. Most cases and those times work and everything of that nature was more acceptable that a man went out there and did what he had to do to make money. The women were traditionally comfortable with staying at home, possibly being mothers, taking care of the household and family. And everything was smooth. Then feminism came. Feminism promotes a lot of these beliefs that these dating apps represent. Hinge, for an example, is simply a hookup app where you can hook up with it, hook up with someone, and then the next day delete the conversation, delete everything, delete the whole thing, and then go instantly back when things don't work out. Sort of that way of thinking where, well, and like I said, the large percentage of women, they'll say that, well, it's a large percent of men that's just sleeping around and doing this and that, and that's just the guys who they are only available to because they themselves are toxic. So you really have to question a lot of the stories that these women will tell men is almost trying to, uh, they almost try to make it acceptable that they're just promiscuous and they like to sleep around. Now, I don't have a problem with it, but I just don't, I don't find it acceptable. Like, I don't, it doesn't offend me that you're, you're just willing to put yourselves out there. But later on, when you're like 30 and 40 and you talk about men being this and that, when you've personally, you personally signed up to be, you know, fucked and distorted by most men, I find it to be entertaining. I get a kick out of it. But let's continue to go on with the red flags to watch out for when dating. My opinion, I have a right to it. Um, everywhere you take this woman and y'all are dating, is she trying to post a selfie of herself? Is she trying to check in and tell all her friends where you're taking her every single time you take her somewhere? That would drive me nuts. I'm sorry, I can't deal with that. When we go out to eat and I'm taking her out, I want her to spend time with me. I don't want her to be on her phone trying to impress all these dumbass, fake-ass friends that she has. So that's just how I feel about it. Um, Better her saying it than me. Um, the next thing would be, is she high maintenance? How is she with spending money and name brand stuff? Um, high maintenance. Let's see. When you meet her, does she have to have uh, an expensive coach purse or a Louis Vuitton or one of those Michael Kors bags? More than one of them. Every single time you see her, does she have to spend a lot of money? Every time you take her out, does she require y'all go somewhere expensive? Every time you see her, does she require y'all go out and spend money, period? You know, because there are things. First of all, y'all shouldn't be spending money on these bitches at all. Especially these women that, that pretend that they can do everything themselves. Bitch, display it then. Because like I said, most most men aren't going to want to deal with y'all unless y'all good looking. And even with that, they're not going to get past the attitude and the entitlement that you have. It has nothing really to do with. And this always goes back to like high expectations equal low value. 
When women have too much high expectations, they're not able to measure up to those herself. But she expects the man to do everything and more for her and also be able to carry himself. And it, it at a time, it sounds good. But with her activities, it's just not possible. And most guys just aren't signing up for it. Like I said, we're going to smash it and pass it. And we're not, we not going to spend money on trying to impress women with meals. If a woman wants to carry herself with expensive clothing and all that, that's cool. I ain't buying that shit for her. The fuck is she going to do for me? Besides give me pussy that she's already gave to another nigga. And then a nigga before that. And then a nigga before that with less effort. And then a nigga before that just by looking at him. So it's it's funny, like I said, going back to that one dude who says body counts don't matter. This is where simps and beta males really exist. Ironically, the guys who say body mounts don't matter, I mean body body counts don't matter, they're actually the beta males. Because they're not even thinking long term of pair bonding. They're not even thinking like, all right, uh, how is she psychologically? How does she feel about men psychologically? What is her relationship with her father? These are the same men that will say that doesn't count either. So a lot of these dudes, you can't really fucking believe anything that these cocksuckers say, man. They're all just, they're broken men. See, it's funny because what... The mainstream will try to do is say that well, MGTOW and, and Red Pillars—they're just—they're just broken men, and that's actually the opposite. We're actually better off in our position of doing our own thing, or dealing with women uh, very in a very uh, specific manner, <clears throat> in a very specific manner. And the women who get offended by it, they don't take accountability for their action. So why the fuck would we want to hear what the fuck they talk about? But with certain women who have valid points, it's not excluding all women. It's just we're dealing with modern women. We're dealing with this treat me like a queen, even though I'm out here slurring it up, even though I'm out here thotting it out. I'm cock, I'm cock riding, I'm cock hopping, but uh, take me out to this restaurant, buy me this, buy me that. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. You can do to go out when you're dating someone and not spend money. Me and my husband used to go to the park. We used to catch Ottoman Park and go walk around. And uh, we even fished a few times. He didn't. I did. But uh, we did all kinds of stuff that didn't, you know, cost money. There's so many things you can do. We used to. Now, remember, this is 13 to 15 years ago. She says she's been married for 13 years, so a lot of things changed from that time period. I'm just saying. Ride up and down St. Charles on the trolley, and uh, we'd go catch like a different coffee shop here and then just go talk. There's all kind of things you could do. So I would look forward to she required me to take her out and spend money every single time. And also, this, everything she have on is name brand. That would turn me off, too, because... Ladies, it's not men that are judging you for what kind of purse you have. It's other women. It's other women bringing other women down. Other women will sit there and say, oh, look at her purse. That is so lame. Oh, that doesn't match. You know, you don't have to have all these different expensive handbags. You could get a decent. This goes back to what I always said before. The women, 
who are so judgmental on men, but who spend 30 to 45 minutes in the mirror putting on makeup, you can't say shit to me. You can't say anything to me. Because you need it. You need it to draw and paint your face for 30 to 45 minutes just to feel confident enough to have the attitude that you have. It's all, it's literally a mask. I can wipe that off with a wet rag, bitch. If it starts pouring out your whole persona and that wall that you put up or that mask that you put on will get washed away. So you can't come in to a relationship pretending that you're quote unquote high value yourself when you're just high maintenance. You expect luxury from these guys, but you have nothing to offer to those men. So essentially you become a non-fulfilled prostitute. Women, most modern women today are non-fulfilled prostitutes or non-assigned prostitutes where they simply offer, they appear to sexualize themselves and turn themselves into a sexual object but then if a man comes to her in that fashion, she'll come back to conditional femininity. Oh, I'm a woman, but you're displaying yourself like a whore. Purse that carries your stuff around that looks nice for under $40. You do not have to spend three, four, five hundred dollars $500. I know women that have spent thousands of dollars on a Louis Vuitton, real Louis Vuitton purse. And Chanel, Louis Vuitton, and all of these companies are laughing their asses off at y'all for spending all that money for a name. That is all you're buying it for is the name to mm. fit in with the mainstream. I would mm. want a woman that can stand up against that bullshit. Mm. Okay? A woman that doesn't care what other people think of her, that can just get a purse just to carry her stuff and doesn't care about what everyone else thinks about her. They're not out here. So, um, next thing, does she uh, does she drink a lot on the weekend? Does she uh -oh. have to go out every weekend? Uh oh. One thing I noticed about a lot of women my age, they can be married with children, uh -oh. um, not necessarily single, and they will go out every uh -oh. single weekend and party, party it up with their girlfriends. I know. Uh oh. We don't give a shit about the married bitches, y'all. That whatever whatever you do as a married woman, you've become the responsibility of that man you're married to. But as a single woman, this is very important. And matter of fact, I'm going to cut this one short. We're going to do a second episode. We're going to do a second part of the episode because I still have uh, three other videos to go over. But it is we're all close to two hours. I got to do a lot of shit in the crib. A lot of personal matters that I have to handle, but I will be back on here at a later time. Nothing too late, hopefully, because it is Sunday. Going back into the old nine to five tomorrow. Well, it's not nine to five, but you know, you know what I mean. Doing my eight and hitting the gate as usual, but I still am going to do another episode. But what I want to, what I want to address is, um. Some women just don't understand. They believe that just because they were raised a certain way, that everyone in some way, shape, or fashion should understand it. And that's never the case with women. Guys, on the other hand, are more, we, I would say more understanding when it comes to somebody growing up different or somebody having a different upbringing than we have. So we can't just talk to them in the same way that how we are in a way that it can help them. But there can be an understanding on both parties. That being said, women just don't really get 
the reality that a lot of these bitches are are useless. They have no use to a man who is a looking for just a good time. And that good time doesn't necessarily have to include fucking. But, you know, that's that's, you know, that's the main objective for a lot of us. And we can't. We won't provide for these type of women. We can't truly tolerate and respect these women because they only look at us as assets. So that's why a lot of us men look at these women as simply ass. Now, the interaction with man and woman will remain what it is. It's men, if they're in the dating market, they're, they're, there's only but a few percent who know what's really going on. So they're in that dating market with the understanding of, listen, you know, it's a dating app. Motherfuckers is trying to hook up. Motherfuckers is trying to smash. But you have to be presentable. You got to do all these things. You got to appear a certain way. And with women, they can just be as dull, airheaded, um, illogical, emotional as possible. And that a woman won't think back and go, well, damn, maybe maybe the way that I presented myself or maybe the way that I address people or maybe the way I interact with certain men throws them off. But they don't they don't care about it at the moment. It's only until it's too late. And so you're not going to find a lot of women, like she said, that's against the system, that's against the mainstream. A lot of these women secretly admire them and want to be a part of it. They want to be a part of it because of the entertainment, not the entertainment, but the attention that comes with it, the worldwide view of certain things. So they want to be a part of those discussions. They want to be a part of those discussions. They want to um, bask and the idea that a man who's just out there trying to do what he got to do, oh, he's not good enough. He doesn't have this. He doesn't have that. A lot of these women are out of shape. A lot of these women are hypersexual. They're promiscuous. Their promiscuity goes beyond any level of expectations that she has. Because whether these women know it or not, anything that they truly want, it's not possible. It's not. It's not even probable. Because, number one, they can't present themselves properly amongst those type of men. They'll look at even a high-value man as a possible fuckboy until they find out or to a, a, until a woman tells them straight up, hey, um, I'm not really beat for all that. I mean, until a man tells her, I'm not really beat for all that bullshit. You know what I mean? You can take that attitude with the other niggas that you had. You can have that way of thinking with the other niggas that you have, but it's not going to happen with me. And when these niggas start saying it more and more, I say universal, white, black, brown, yellow niggas. When they start understanding this more and more, they're like, okay, no, nah, we not. Nope. So therefore, like the MGTOW community, which I always bring up, which started off as a joke with a lot of these modern women, it actually becomes a concern because the growth and it's not just the growth of angry men. It's intelligent men with true, meaningful uh, purpose in what they talk about with a, uh, with maybe a worldly view or just a, spe uh, a specific audience. I don't have a specific audience. And at the same time, I don't have a, a worldly view because my shit isn't made for 
just every man here because every man has their own opinion. So they'll come across somebody like me instantly put me in the uh, woman hating category. But all of my most of my episodes, especially this past week, was all primarily women saying the same points that I've been saying. So, you know, it's interesting, but it is what it is. Uh, Nola girl 504. Once again, Nola girl 504. I don't think she's dropped anything for a little bit, but she still has a lot of valuable information that I think everybody, including women, should check out. So Nola girl 504 on YouTube. And right now it's a uh, 245. We're about a, we're over an hour and 45 minutes in. We're going to cut this one short for the time being. Uh, like I said, I'm going to get shit situated right now so I can be able to have a topic. I already have a topic, but I'm going to actually have a topic uh, rather than just play these videos. Um, yeah, man. Sunday. Sunday. I'm not really excited about the work week ahead. I have I have this little bit of weed that I have left. I have a whole blunt that I have left, but which I'm going to have to use my um, my tolerance into saving that for tomorrow night for when I'm at one of my breaks ready to do the next episode to start off the week. So I'm not really excited about the week ahead. Uh, my homeboy hopefully is able to, um, he's able to uh, correspond with me on a possible care package uh, tomorrow before the time of one o'clock before I have to get my shit together and get ready to go to work. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we still got, I just want to check real quick before I officially wrap this up. That way I know what I'm dealing with when I get back on here. So matter of fact, I'm going to delete, I'm going to delete the videos that I've already heard or that we already went through. So when I jump back on here, we can just go in with one, two, we got three, three videos to react to later on. One video was one minute and 22 seconds. Another video was nine minute and 55 seconds. And we got a big one that we may break down possibly uh, mind-blowing facts about female, I'm guessing nature. I don't know. Uh, either or, let's see. I don't know. There's a possibility. I may just, I may just wait until tomorrow. And if that's the case, then I'll, I'll have, I'll have what I typically had before, which is uh, possibly over two hours of uh, content going through these videos and I want to come up with a topic. I haven't really done nothing that was like uh, directly topic related in a while. So I think that's, that's going to be my objective. Um, I could just go on body count. I think we're going to probably do something based on body count with, with actual articles and things that side with what I say and how it deals with or how it becomes or complicates the woman's ability to pair bond with how many guys that she's with. And not just that, but the frequent sexual activity, the frequent 
non-established, almost like essentially non-verbal pay for slay. I call it pay for slay. We're going to call it what it is. Pay for slay, right? Where you're just, you're essentially buying pussy. You know what I mean? Which, hey, you get it how you want to get it. Get it how you live. It is what it is. But that's something we're going to talk about uh, next time. Whether it's later on today or most likely uh, tomorrow night. In the meantime and in between time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast. Signing out. Peace.